Ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of the Strive Golf Podcast here on a special day. It's the United States Open Sunday. It's Father's Day. So shout out first to, to Sean. Happy Father's Day, my man. Thanks. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know, just uh, being a dad and, and put a little more, uh, I don't know, just made that U.S. Open a little more special. It was just, it was fun. It was a fun Sunday. Perspective? Are we get it? Sure. Did it there was there was some more perspective. Yeah. Even <laughs> the boys at NBC a, just love to throw out the ooh, perspective. So even even got a, a visit from the little guy while I was up working at the course today. So just all there in all, go. it was it's a good Sunday. Good Sunday. good Sunday. Fantastic. And then with us as always, we got uh, another a guest of just high honor, high praise, always impressive. We got Mr. Austin Pierce. Pierce, how are you, man? I'm good, man. Uh, thanks for having me on again. I, I was always appreciated. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Had a good Sunday. Met up with my with my dad, and uh, we had a, a big dinner and got together with uh, cousins and grandma and grandpa, and it was good. We all collaborated and had a good time. So here we are. Awesome. Love it, man. That's uh, shout out to old Lynn, bro. That's uh, <laughs> Lynn. He. he that dude holds a, a special, special place in my heart was, you know, we we're talking about golf. I mean, that guy was, uh, like I mentioned before, he was kind of the first golf idol I ever had to see Lynn Pierce just strike the ball. And it just, just so envious. So anytime we could shout out old skinny Lenny, I'm, I'm going to shout him out. So of course, he's, man, he's, he's still striking the ball too. So it's, it's incredible. I'll, like I said, dude, one of the most defining moments of Lynn Pierce, never forget homeboy, had like what did he do to his ankle pierce he had surgery on it. i don't know if he like he didn't break it but i think he just needed to have like some serious repair done like, yeah back in i don't know was that 2018 20 i can't remember but i'll just never forget dude. i see this i looked down i was working the pro shop at south mountain i looked down on the 18th hole and i see a cart pretty close up to the greenside bunker and some guy just hobbling out of it i'm like what what the heck is that get the binoculars out freaking lynn pierce with a boot on finishing up his 18th hole of the day oh just gosh. Like, like oh my word like uh, just the epitome of of lynn so yeah fun. he's he's crazy like he we i haven't played with him at all really this year maybe a couple times and last week he came out to the ranches out in eagle mountain and he hasn't played here all year and he hit the ball so good and made a couple birdies that day. I was like, oh, man, no. you haven't played in forever and I haven't lost a step. So it's, guys just, he's a natural dude. It's incredible. The longevity of that man. If I can, you know, if I'm his age and, and striping like him, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll be pretty happy. So shout out to him and, and happy father's day to the old, old Mr. Pierce. So, and happy father's day to you fine gents. Yeah, that's, it is. It's, it's kind of a, it is, it's kind of fun, you know, kind of, and this is my my second one, second Father's Day. And yeah, they that was just you know, shout out to my wife. She always makes it special. And yeah, it's good. Feel super blessed for sure. So uh, you know, so speaking of, you know, this is a golf podcast, so we'll we'll <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit. Obviously, special Sunday today, major US Open. Incredible, uh really good, really good viewing. Um, and we'll we'll definitely get on that, but we yeah, it was funny. Pierce and I, we were, we were talking back and forth. Pierce had the opportunity to play. He already brought up the ranches. Uh, he had a chance to play in, <laughs> in an amateur there this weekend. And Pierce, if, if you would humor us, I'd love to just hear your thoughts, how it went, um, and potentially some, some takeaways, because I think it's particularly relevant with stuff we've talked about. And uh, if you wouldn't mind kind of humoring us and giving us the, the recap and breakdown, how'd it go? You know, thank you for bringing that up. It's uh, it was one of those things where I was thinking about playing in it for a while, and I've been playing some pretty good golf the past yeah, few weeks. Have. And I can vouch but, for that. Oh, oh no, you're too kind. But yeah, I was feeling good about my game, and I haven't played in a and like really any tournaments this year, especially an individual tournament. And I thought, you know, why not? Like I've been playing this course a lot. Like it's it's fun. You know, it's always a good time here, and it's a challenge. But I was like, I like the challenge, so. I showed up, you know, I worked a half day Friday and, and, and took off and went over there to the ranches and I get there and it's like 30 mile winds in my face already. And my, like, Oh boy, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge, but we like this go to the range, warm up. I'm hitting the ball straight, feeling really good about my swing. And, you know, here we are, I'm getting ready to go roll some putts and then it's time to go to the tee box. And 
there was two other gents I was playing with and they went first. And so normally on this first hole there, it's a, it's a par five and uh, you got trouble left. It's a driving range and you got trouble, right? Which is houses. And then even a little bit to the right, there's a bunch of brush. So you can't miss too many places in this, on this tee shot. And so I step up to it. I normally hit three wood there all the time or even an iron. And I was feeling good with my driver because I was practicing on the range and I step up to it confident swing but right in my backswing I thought to myself because this wind is in my face starting in my head I come way up and out of it and I hit it and immediately I didn't even want to look at it I was like I know right where that's going I look up soar into the neighborhood and it goes boom right into the top of a house I'm like well that doesn't look good and the guy's like yeah you gotta hit another one I was like I think you're right so I go back to my cart pick up another ball put on the tee do the same exact swing boom way to the right smack the house here I am. I'm humiliated. People are behind me. I grab a three wood. I'm hitting five off the tee. So I hit five. And I hit it in the fairway. And I, okay, relief. But in my mind, I'm like, should I just quit? Should I just give up now? Cause like, there's no, I have no chance at this. Like, there's no way. But in my mind, I'm like, why? Like, it can't get any worse. So step up to the ball on this next shot. It's my sixth from about 230 yards away. <laughs> Hit a four iron up there pretty close to the green. You know, not bad. And then I hit a 52 degree wedge and I kind of hit it a little bit right because the wind pushed it bad. Into this bunker, bladed out of the bunker across the green, chunk a chip on. I have about 25 feet left for to to get a 10. And I walk up to it and I nail it. I get a yes. 10 on the first hole. Yes. And so I'm like, well, I can't get any worse than this. So I go to the next hole, um, pull out three wood, hit it right in the middle of the fairway hit it pretty good hit a pitching wedge on the green I three putt go to the next hole same thing three putt um on this front nine I uh I hit every green except number one and I three putted four times so it could have been a 10 and the rest pars so I'm feeling good you know after going to the you know after having the struggles what whatnot like I, I finished number eight nine seven eight nine I part all of them missed a couple birdie putts but it's like whatever you know so I go to the turn go to the back nine then I kind of sky my three wood straight in the air and I'm probably like 230 out and we have a wind in our face so I was like okay hey, I want to keep this shot low and uh I hit a four iron up there cut and I get it on the green it's on the furthest right side of the green, but the pin's all the way in the back left. In my mind, I'm like, you are not three-putting another time. You will not three-putt this. Crush this putt. Gets up there, it breaks way hard. I'm like, okay, I have a 10 feet. I miss it. And so I'm like, crap, dude. Like, we, it's all right. We're good. We have a par five coming up. I get to this par five, and this thing is like 630 yards, excuse me, into the wind. And uh, pull out my driver. And I hook it, just straight pull it into someone's backyard. And I'm like, no, not again. I had to pull out another another ball, pull it out of bounds again. So here I am again, hitting five off the tee. I walk away in the hole with a nine. So I've had a 10 and a nine to this point. I'm like, what? how bad can this get? And so we go to the next hole, which is the par three. And I chunk a four iron, like maybe 50 yards in front of me. I get a double bogey. And then we go to this other par five, which is a dog leg ride. And it's a challenge. Don't even touch driver. Don't touch three wood. Pull out my two iron. I slice it way right. And it barely stays in. I had to hit a provisional, but we found my ball. Chunk it out of there. Chunk it into the bushes chunk it out of those bushes and I have about 170 in with a seven iron I hit it to about four feet and made a par I'm like okay okay I like this like that's that's something positive <laughs> bogey the next hole and then I get a par and then I go to this par three and I four putt for for a, for a double bogey and then uh I had to make a 20 foot par putt on 17 and then 18 and I missed a two foot birdie putt so I've never putted more poorly in my life you know my ball striking wasn't bad I think I just had really bad par fives, you know, had the jitters at the first. It's kind of a weird round, but in my mind, it's just one of those things where you just got to keep going. I mean, there's a new opportunity every hole. And yeah, it was humiliating. I shot a 91. I haven't shot in, in the 90s. I don't remember the last time I did that. So yeah. I had to get it out of the way. I haven't, like I said, I haven't played in a tournament in a while. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was, it was humbling. Like I felt like my game was in a good spot, but 
the wind really got in my head um and i should have been more prepared for that i didn't really prepare to play in this so next time prepare better (laughs) (laughs) well i appreciate you you know breaking all that down i know it's it's probably not you know the most enjoyable thing but and, and you know and i just I don't bring it up to you know, pour salt in the wound at all. I just, I think it's just, it's so relatable. And that's, what's so interesting about golf. And we all have those rounds. And I just, I think that there's just some, some good, you know, there's takeaways from it. There's learning opportunities. Like you mentioned, we had kind of been texting back and forth about this anyway, and just some of the, the, the key takeaways and just like how, how, big of a factor and an influence that you know the, the mental game is and again I, I don't know if I'm just on this mental game high or not I, I don't know or if it's just where I just naturally find a, a, a strong passion with golf um, but <clears throat> I just I think it's uh, particularly relevant so would you say you know you said you know, obviously preparation maybe a little bit better anything else or any other like takeaways as you kind of like reflect back on that round you, you got through it you'd you didn't quit. You muscled through it. A lot of other people probably would have quit. You had no shame, but you, you know, you kept on, but what would you say? Any other takeaways as, as you kind of reflect back? Just don't be tentative. Um, I was very tentative on that first tee and I feel like anything in life, just, just go for <laughs> it. Just swing. If you miss, you miss. Don't, don't be tentative about it. Cause when I'm tentative, I miss hard hard when I do anything in life when I'm tentative I screw up you know it's one of those things you just just got to trust what you know and what you're good at and that I didn't do so next time got to trust it I love that a simple simple but a really powerful and strong takeaway of just committing and and trusting because like you said you experienced on the first tee I've experienced that the last two tournaments I've played in off the first tee felt those first tee jitters and two of the worst swings I've made all year by far like a duck hook that went maybe 180 yards and another six iron chunk that went like barely over a hundred yards. And it was purely because it's just like a protected, non-committed, scared swing. And it's like the thing that you fear most when making those tentative swings is probably going to happen if you, you know, so I love that, man. I think that's, that's a strong and, and, and really good takeaway for everyone um, of just, just committing and, you know, kind of speaking of that, and we will we'll obviously get into this. Of That was kind of a, a theme for, you know, Scotty Scheffler mentioned it. Rory mentioned it. A lot of guys mentioned that, especially on that course at the U S open, like they, they absolutely had to be committed to those swings. A lot mm-hmm. of blind shots, a lot of uncomfortable shots. Um, and I know there's some shots there at the ranches that are pretty uncomfortable. And if you swing timid, you, you stand no chance. You're going to, you're going to bang some houses. So, um, Appreciate the the insight. And Sean, any other questions or thoughts there? I, I know, you know, we can all, this is, this is extremely relatable, but uh, any other thoughts there before we move on? Yeah, no, I just uh, I think there is very consistent themes with what we've been talking about recently. And yeah, I, it's, it's funny. I, I tried to, you know, come kind of get myself to have the same mindset that you just talked about Pierce with having confidence. Right. And like, I keep coming back on like, okay, it's, I mean, it's just, obviously it's a tournament, it's a meaningful round and whatnot, but it's like, it's just a golf swing, right? Like, okay, if I hit this one out of play, so what, like, it's not the end of the world. Life goes on and just trying to take more of like that approach and that mindset, right? Like this isn't a life or death scenario. Like obviously we want to play well in the tournament setting, but trying to like, break down each swing where it's like, okay, it's just a golf swing, right? There's nothing fatal that's going to come from it. So mm-hmm. like trying to not be scared of a shot, right? Cause there's no reason to be scared of a golf shot, right? Like you, right. you've made the swings before. And if you hit a bad swing, then, I mean, that that's fine. Right. Like that's not the end of the world. There's always mm-hmm. another swing to come. Right. And so just trying to remember that I think is, is really good sound advice but it's funny just how when it it means a little more right just how you just get a little tight and a little tense and a little you just get a little more uneasy and it in golf that's just it gets exaggerated so much right yeah yeah it really Um, is crazy I know and like I wanted to mention I I three putted seven times and five of those were literal lip outs I had a two horseshoes and the rest were right on the edge. I'm hitting good putts, just weren't dropping. Like 
everything you can think of that went wrong just just did not go my way that day it was just one of those things it was crazy but i had this positive mindset like just stick with it you know it's it's gonna end just just finish you know and at the end i finished positively i drove a green on 18 and i three-putted of course but (laughs) made a good swing there (laughs) and and ultimately the result did you top 10 that just shows how hard that course is playing that there was only like what two scores in the seventies and it will, the one dude was the first tee time and he didn't have to deal with any wins. So it's like just showing the result of like how difficult put in perspective that was really playing. Um, but I love that, man. That's something I've always admired of you Pierce. Obviously like your, your mindset is, is powerful. And I know it leads to a lot of, you know, we always joke, right? Like you either get a, a Debbie bounce or a Pierce bounce. And oh, we gosh. all know we're striving for Pierce bounces. And I 100% believe that that's just well, one you're just, you're a good dude. So good vibes come your way, but other it's just like your the power of, you know, your just ability to just roll with stuff and have a, have a positive mindset, I think will definitely help. So I, I I'm hundred percent sure you're going to come around next couple of rounds and hopefully, you know, this upcoming Saturday, those, those putts start to roll your way. Cause uh, I sure hope so. Cause yeah, I mean, you're honestly, I don't want to feel you. I don't want to make your head too big, but you're one of the best putters I know. So it's, I think that just doing that, having those mindset and just still trying to, you know, stay in it, stay committed. It, it's mm-hmm. going to bound some, some good results. And the last thing I would say about that, I, I saw an interesting video that was talking about um, another video essay, Sean. So it was good stuff. Uh, it had nothing to do with golf. It uh, was just kind of, you know, how our brains process stress and how really the same feelings, the same, like chemical releases in our body when we're nervous is the exact same as when we're excited. And they've done studies on a, like the way to almost trick yourself and trick your body into transitioning from like the scared, anxious, nervous feeling to excitement is simply smiling. And when you're feeling nervous and you're feeling those nerves, your palms get sweaty, you might break out a rash, whatever, you know, however you manifest that, <clears throat> but just a, a smiling it, it's crazy how that actually tells your body that you're actually excited and not nervous. And I think that that is a, is a awesome takeaway um, when we're kind of feeling that way. So I think that's a great, you know, first tee hack, so to speak, is just, just smile and, and yeah. be positive and happy. So we'll, we'll put that into play this week, boys. We'll, we'll be <clears throat> next week. We'll be recapping how we, <laughs> how we do in this, this uh, tournament that we're all playing in. So I mean, that's what I'm, yeah. I'm really, that's why I'm excited to, for our tournament that we get to play together. Cause that's one thing I think that gets me a little bit when I'm playing tournaments, right. Is they, you have to play with strangers, right. People that you've never met. And I'm not right. saying like everyone that I've played with, like most of the guys I play with, I like, they're fine. Right. Like they're right. easy to talk to and whatnot, but I don't know. There's just something about playing a round of golf with friends that kind of goes to that smiling point you just made, Devin, where it's like, it's so much easier to kind of be in that happy, jovial mood when you're playing with people that you're best friends with, or like this past weekend, right? I played with my dad and some guys that we play with quite a bit and just in a awesome mood from the get go. Right. And I mean, it was, I just found it so easy. Like I played really well. And, and so part of that's like, yeah, I was just in a really good mood and I played well. Right. So it's like, how, how, do, how can I train myself to do that in more like a tournament setting where it's not as easy, where it's like I'm playing with strangers and it's a little hard, a little harder to feed off the energy of those around me. Right. If you don't have those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. I think there's, there's definitely, that's a, a, a trained skill or a trained practice and um, yeah, anyway, I think we'll, we'll definitely get into that more. Cause I think that's a really good, a really good point. And if we can kind of foster that regardless of, of who we're with, I think we'll, we'll bode well, but this weekend, we just get to, we get to enjoy it, man. It's going to be a long day, but it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, speaking of that, hopefully I'm, you know, ta- talking about all this, I can put it into, to practice and, <laughs> and redeem myself from the last time we played in a similar tournament and had a, a similar uh, prize on the line, you know, and I single-handedly lost that for us. So no, dude, I was mentally weak, man. I was mentally weak. And (laughs) I I just, I let it affect me and I cost us the trip. So anyway, I, I, I'm hopeful that there's some, some redemption and I I really am thirsty for, for an opportunity regardless of what happens. So anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. But speaking of, you know, 
needing to trust our, our the swing and needing to trust how good was the u.s open like overall that course i really hope that it's i, I wish that it was a you know a couple of years they would they would revisit it like they do some of the the major sites because that golf course is so good and it's just so awesome and guys like joel damon's can compete it's not just a bryson you know just smash find it hit a wedge and and win like you did at like wing foot for example so i loved it what were your guys's what were your guys's overall thoughts like uh, did you did you like it was it was it okay do you feel like it showed well like overall what are kind of your your overall feelings sean let's go to you first because i you know you're, you're deep and enriched with this uh with this insight yeah so i thought that this was the best major since tiger's triumph at augusta a couple years ago just from like an entertainment factor right where the the guys competing at the end were all well-known really good players the venue was absolutely sick i thought it looked so cool on tv um it was it was tight there was a lot of movement up and down the leaderboard right where mm -hmm. it just seemed like things were shifting quickly things were changing and it was just i thought every day was entertaining um which is not always the case with a golf tournament right each day kind of offered sort of new challenges um different guys kind of rose and fell um like yesterday saturday's round was just absolute carnage right where that they had it playing a, probably about as hard as it could play and Unfortunately, this morning they got a little bit of rain that softened the course, so it made it a little more playable, I guess, which I guess yeah. I don't, it kind of depends on your opinion, but I mean, I would have liked another Saturday, but still, altogether, like, I still thought it was so much fun. There were so many cool holes on that golf course and just so many fun shots, guys, like, fun to watch, probably not to hit by any stretch of the yeah. imagination, but yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah. I mean, all in all, I... I thought it was, I thought it was awesome with, I mean, the one caveat being the television coverage wasn't great, too many commercials, but I, I don't want to dwell too much on that. I keep the focus on, on the golf course in the tournament. I thought like all in all, even all the guys that were in contention at, at the end, I know we're not the biggest like Matthew Fitzpatrick fans by any stretch of imagination, but like, all in all, I thought all the guys that kind of found themselves within couple shots of the lead at the end were all guys that are pretty easy to root for and it was one of those where it's like if any of those guys won i'd be pretty happy with that result and then i mean just it was an awesome tournament it was close throughout no one no one ever ran away with it and just that was a lot of fun yeah. well said pierce what are your overall thoughts man as you like as you kind of reflect back yeah um yes i watched mostly yesterday and then today and I think today was a lot more exciting because the leaderboard was just all over the place. Um, I, Scotty Scheffler came out swinging today, yeah. birdied like what his first three out of five holes, whatever it was, something yeah. along the lines of that. And down, yeah. that was really exciting. Like I was like, oh boy, here he comes. And then yeah. wheels out at Taurus, gets a two shot lead on the back. And then Fitzpatrick comes roaring back. It was just so all over the place. And even like guys who weren't in contention were having great holes. Like it was fun to watch, like all these exciting shots happen, mm -hmm. but I agree with Sean. I think the venue was awesome. The course looked insane. And some of those holes, Oh my gosh, I can't remember what one it was, but if anybody it was at par five, I think it was in the back and they'd hit it somewhat short on the green. It would run all the way back. Like and number eight. That yeah. Was, that was eight. my favorite hole. I, I could watch guys play that hole all, all day. And, yeah, to see the best in the world, sometimes like Scottie Shepard did hit it, came right back to his feet, basically. Like, how sick is that? Yeah, that was wild. And it's like a lot of the time it was their third shot. And so they had to hit four. And then a lot of guys got up and down from there. It's like, that was amazing. <laughs> Just the mental strength. I don't know. I, I, that was a takeaway I, I really liked from that. But overall, dude, tournament was great. That was, that was one of the best I've, I've watched in a while, honestly. It was really intense and great finish. I thought Zalatoris had that putt. It was like, Right on the edge. How did that not drop? That that was that uh, that was crazy. Even like that even, she, even Scheffler's putt on eighteen 
like, yeah. pretty close as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was the PJ Tour on their Instagram had a picture, uh, just like a uh, like chronological of him hitting that putt, and like you just see one, he's literally like on his knees, and literally the ball is directly behind the hole. And it's just like how did that? How does that ball end up there and not oh. in? So I was obviously biased. I was hundred percent rooting for for old Willie Z, man. I, I really, I, it's just how do you get that close? It's almost like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just super impressive, like mm-hmm. what he's done at the Masters, what he did at the PGA, and battling back even with that. You know, everyone's talking about it. Like obviously now, like the, the putting stroke is old news, but just incredible. Like he's literally got that that toe die, whatever it is. Like he's got it <laughs> dialed, man. Like he just he knows how to play it, and he, he's crazy. Making, so. But yeah, that was, that was crazy. Yeah. Like you said, like Matthew Fitzpatrick, he's cool. Like um, there's some things that, yeah, just like, I don't love, but mm-hmm. 100% can't say, I mean, say what you will about his, you know, his fits and his, you know, his cross-handed chipping and his putting with the pin in like all that I could do without for sure, but hundred percent well-deserved. Like he, he played the best and he hit the shots that he needed to hit. And um it's crazy what you know how yeah just how dialed he was and that shot on 18 out of the bunker like when he when he put it in the bunker and Wells Outdoors just striped it I was like oh dude we're in for a playoff for sure like yeah and somebody someone else said I can't remember who it was but I would the I was standing a little bit further from the tv but when he hit it it honestly it sounded kind of heavy to me I'm like dude he's put he's dipping that in the front bunker like he may he may not make he may not make six from there, and it just launched over the like it was perfect. So I don't know. It was yeah, super entertaining, especially down the stretch there, and obviously uh, well deserved. So insane. That was awesome. Yeah. So I, I any uh, I guess was there. I don't know. Were you guys? Did you guys have like a, a guy you were rooting for, or did you think would win? I mean, because like I said, based off of who the who the leaders were saturday night it's just it's crazy to think i mean to have all those guys like john rom's only one back rory's in the mix scheffler it's like i i definitely didn't see fitzpatrick doing it but did you guys have any like thoughts on on who you thought was was gonna maybe not run away with it but at least win it at the start of today um i mean go ahead sean I was say, I mean, you know me, I, I can't quit the, the Rory train. So especially, especially when he rolls the birdie in on one, I'm like, Oh, can we just hand him the trophy now? Right. But uh, I mean, there's just, there's too many times where it's like, I mean, he putted so well, but just so many sloppy bogeys, right. Yeah. On some of those approach shots where he came up short and just short side himself and left himself just in impossible spots around those greens. And so just, too many, too many loose swings for him. But honestly, when I, even with Rom finishing with his double Saturday night, when I woke up Sunday and saw that the course got a little rain, it was going to play a little softer. I thought Rom being one back, I thought, I thought he was going to do it. Right. I thought he was, cause he had, he had literally nothing go right for him on Saturday and still found a way to to put together around and only be one back, even like, I felt like he kind of did that all week. Right. He was just kind of struggling with just a little off on everything. And it's Mm -hmm. like, he was still in contention. And so I just thought come Sunday, I I thought it was his to lose, especially I mean, having the experience of winning a U.S. open just last year, Mm -hmm. thought he was, he was set up really well, but it was almost like everything that, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Like kind of scoring well, not really having it. It's almost like he kind of, it all came crashing back to earth a little bit on Sunday form, right? Where it's like, finally the score maybe mirrored up a little closer to, to some of his, his and I, I don't want to say he was playing bad, but it's like, How he was man, thinking, he, yeah. yeah, maybe like he just finally, he, maybe it just, it was, it was not meant to be his week, right? Where it just wasn't to be. And then I don't know, it was so funny how, like even so Saturday when Scheffler got, he found himself like two or three ahead, did the same thing on Sunday. And Zal Torres found himself like two ahead and even Fitzpatrick found himself like two ahead 
late on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it was like, every one of those times you're like, Oh, maybe someone's finally going to run away with it. But yep. it's just something about that course. And I mean, the caliber of players around them, it's like, no one was able to run and hide the course kind of brought the leaders back down. And then Most, yeah. the people down in second, third and fourth place hit some incredible shots that bring themselves uh, up to, up the leaderboard as well so that i mean i thought that was kind of another reason why it made it so entertaining it was just no one got too far away from each other right it was like this weird magnetic pole where it's like as soon as someone got pretty low like the course got went out and grabbed them so yeah which i which is i think really all we can ask for being like with all like you said all the guys that are pretty easy to root for like there's not much more you can ask for from a golf viewing perspective of just yeah, just keep it interesting down the stretch. And that's exactly what, what happened. Pierce, did you have, who was your kind of bias pick? Who did you think was? Um, I mean, I, I, I thought that Zalatoris was going to get it starting the day because he was in a good spot. But who really impressed me today was uh, Matsuyama. I mean, he, yeah. he, didn't make, he didn't make a bogey. And it looks like his putting was on point. Like, oh, and, he missed, and he missed a few birdies that could have, got him right there so yeah he got close and you know overall for the tournament he didn't make a lot of mistakes i think he had one double the whole tournament that's yeah. pretty solid so yeah but i think will zalatoris was my pick and then yeah obviously matsuyama was was right there too so yeah, that was yeah low-key kind of a just came out of nowhere but just yeah when he because you know he's gonna stripe it you know he's gonna he's just gonna ball strike his way around these golf courses but yeah if he can get that putter he made some long putts that <laughs> He normally doesn't even scare the hole, um, but when those are dropping, he yeah he's pretty tough to beat. So he he definitely made his way up, which was which was a little low key. I, any uh, disappointments or like guys that you thought were gonna do well that that didn't? Yeah, I mean i i gotta I gotta come back to Roy. He he putted so well all week. It's like just the ball striking let him down i think it's like the leaders he made enough birdies and the leaders never got so far away from him it's like it really set up that if he cleans up a couple and it's easy for me to say like the golf course is obviously very difficult and there's very fine lines right when you're trying to hit such small targets yeah Um, but it's like man if you're if you're gonna putt that well really thought that it would set up well from it i mean it's hard to criticize too much he's still top five in a major so right still a solid week it's like man it's just one of those as such a big rory fan just to see him be so close and just maybe get a little loose with some swings that cost him that was that one stung a little bit yeah i should have should have known at first i thought you were gonna throw some some phil mickelson jabs even though we knew he wasn't gonna play well <laughs> like he's got way too I'm, much on his mind but i'm surprised he broke 80 both days so and it's crazy on a little prize picks pierce i did i did pick him to his odds i think were over i think his uh strokes was like 75 and a half and and bet the under the second day and 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 got it so that a boy Phil. so good job uh, man <laughs> but uh i yeah i think obviously i mean i think we all knew he probably wasn't gonna gonna play well but uh i think i think you could throw like jt in there maybe a little bit just never seemed like he got anything going yeah uh, I, I i think that's a good one i also like brooks is one that he i don't know man like it's easy to say just because like yeah he just we all know he just got married and he hasn't played since he played the masters and I think one other tournament and then he gets married and parties for a week and a half. And like, I, I don't know, man, there's just something like about him that like, I'm just not, I don't know. I used to love Brooks, dude. I used to vibe so hard with him. And now I don't know, man, just, he's just kind of a douche. Just doesn't care. Like, yeah. He just, yeah, that's like, what I was going to say, Pierce. It just doesn't seem like he's, that's why I think he's bouncing to live. It's because I just don't think he cares. Well, you know, he just go get his paychecks. Yeah, and I'm sure we all. I mean, I'm sure you saw. Like, if you didn't, you should definitely watch it. His his press conference when the the chick from ESPN asked him about it, and he was like so surprised that he was asked about it. And it's like, dude, what the heck else do you think we're gonna like? We haven't started any golf yet. <clears throat> you know, like you've already answered a bunch of questions about the golf course and U.S. Open and all that. It's like you you have to know you're gonna get asked about that. And he was. The way he was about it all was just like, yeah, you're 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 humoring the idea. You're probably gonna bounce. And 
<clears throat> and just like his, his, I don't know, man, just the attitude that he took with everyone about it was just like, okay, dude, calm down. Like, we're just, we're just asking, like, you don't need to, you know, <clears throat> bite off the reporter's head, but, and just like in a condescending way. So I don't know. There's just things about them, like about him lately that I'm just like, I don't know. He just, you know, he's got to make sure that he seems to care a lot that you think he doesn't care, which usually just isn't, isn't great, but yeah, I need, I need someone to ask him about his, his new teeth from his first US Open to his second. Like he obviously cares, you know, he cares about his, uh, you know, the way he looks. So I don't know. It's just, I used to like him. I'm not saying I don't, but just right now, he's just kind of not vibe with him. And he, and his round on Friday was, was he played well on Friday and just didn't really do all that much, but so that was kind of mine. Like maybe would have expected more. Cause that's what he, that's what he says, right? He says that, you know, his, uh, his formula for success is, you know, don't practice. I just, you show up to majors and it's like, well, you didn't bro. So I think that narrative is gone. It also seems like his, he's really struggling with some golf swing stuff, maybe not swing stuff, but going back to a driver from a couple years ago, as well as going back to a golf ball from a few years ago after signing a huge money deal with, cleveland tricks on like that's insane it's like that's so odd. that's a that that's a like, red flag to me yeah that's a 100 percent of money grab because i saw it somewhere someone asked the tricks on rep about it and he just said yeah we don't have a good ball for brooks and it's like okay dude well then why the heck would you sign with this company if they didn't even have a good golf ball for you and you're endorsing it and all this like people usually go <laughs> to the equipment that you know they like and so it's obvious that that was just a money bra- money grab because that seems so off-brand anyway like less less your tiger tiger with nike nike just stamped their nike logo on other brands well, stuff I mean, but that really worked out fine yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little different than the tiger <laughs> Paris, I, any, like you have a disappointing pick or like one that you thought potentially was going to do good who either missed the cut or just didn't show up um i feel like dustin johnson i feel like He's so good and so consistent. He's kind of like a robot. It's like, I'm surprised he doesn't win more. He's just got the game to do it. Um, As well as Patrick Cantley. uh, I feel like he putted really well, but he seemed to hit some, some best and bad doubles in the tournament that kind of put him back. But man, when, when he's going, he's great. So, I mean, he's never a bad pick, but I was, I thought he'd be like up there with the leaders. Same as DJ. That's those are good. Do you think those are good safe picks? And, and, Speaking of Patrick Cantley, he that was kind of like my he highlighted how good and maybe I take back what I said about my favorite hole being number eight. I think number five was my favorite hole, like that short par four. Because mm-hmm. how does one of the best players in the world drive it to I don't know 20 yards away from the pin on a short par four and that. have to hit like a five footer for a six? Like that's, that's sick. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, he got, pl- it got plugged in a bunker, but how good these guys are, you think they could manage with that. But I mean, he, he barely gets it out and then it rolls back. I mean, his, his third yeah. shot was further away than his second. And that just shows how good of a hole that was. And, you know, and, and Fitzpatrick was the only guy to drive and hold the green and he makes an easy two putt for birdie. And I don't know. I loved that hole. That was, that was an awesome, awesome hole. And they like, Will's Torres lay way back. He only hit like, he had like 115 yards. And so he only hit like not even a 200 yard club. Um, so I just thought that was really cool. The variety there, it's just the epitome of a good, good short par four. Yeah. So that was a, that was a fun hole for, for making a six when he's 20 yards from the pin. <laughs> I've done that a time or two. So it's crazy. Impressive. But <laughs> John, were you going to say something? Sorry. Yeah. Just another player. I feel, I mean, I feel a little bad for, uh, Colin Morikawa, right, where he played played really well throughout the whole week, except just Saturday, right, just kind of ejected, and I don't, he didn't get a lot of, I mean, no one got a lot of television time on Saturday, but uh, didn't see a lot from him once it started to go south, and it's kind of crazy that he could have a, a 77 in there sprinkled in with two of the best rounds of mm. the week, so it's like, man, that's that doesn't sum up golf. I don't know exactly. what does, right? But I mean, good good on him for coming back today after just after what happened yesterday, right? It would have been really easy to just sort of mail it in today and just try to get out of there as quickly as you can. For sure. 
same thing with him, man. When he's rolling in putts like he was, it seemed like they cut to him making some some good putts, which is pretty rare. But when he, yeah, when he finds the putter, he's he's hard to beat. So it was. Because I, I mean, I have to think. Like my thought was after Friday, and then the way he started Saturday, his first couple holes, mm-hmm. I was like, man, he's gonna be hard to beat right. the way he's because- playing. And then just man, mm-hmm. things went south quickly. Yeah. And being a ball striker, I mean, that's such a such a yeah. ball striker's you know premium course. Yeah. And to just yeah to have that and and coupled with yeah again, if he's gonna roll in some you know some putts, and I think he had, I mean, he hit fifteen of 18 greens that was another wow. i had i had him it was his cover was 11 greens and reg and i bet the over and he he hit it so that just i mean really impressive with with that with how small those greens are and yeah i mean just like will's auditorius man that guy just he just ball strikes his way through through these majors and it, it's just such a premium so what else uh any let me, favorite? I, I guess I answered my favorite hole, Sean. What was I was gonna yours? say? Can you let me nerd out on some some of my nerd favorite out. holes? Let's hear it. All right, I got a running list. So <laughs> this is where so, the, the nerd architect, the yeah. golf course architect, is is coming in. I'm I'm loving this because I'm starting to to lean into that a little bit more than I ever have. So give it to us. So four was awesome because of the blind second shot. I love that. Huge, yeah, that was awesome. That was fun. I'm with you. You stole the words out of my mouth on five. I thought that was an incredible golf hole. And especially the way it played today where it's like, man, you really got to poke a drive to get it up there. Because if you come up 15 yards short of where you need to on that hole, you will do very well to make a par very well. Um, And just random side note, like when the heck did Matt, Matthew Fitzpatrick gets so deep. The dude is poking it out there. I mean, I was kind of messing with, I was, I was joking with someone we were watching. I'm like, he, he get a little thick boy. You know, he's yeah. kind of fill out in the belly area. He's a big boy, Pierce. He's, big thick boy. he's got some, some tree trunk legs, dude. Thick. Was, dude that's what they were saying is like he, his average ball speed is gone from like the, like mid to high sixties to like the mid seventies, which is, insane to for that as an average like he yeah there was a funny kvv tweeted like talking about his uh he's on like the bryson scotty said he was on the bryson plan and he's like hey i and fitzpatrick replied he's like hey i I got my drug test back and it's negative so don't worry (laughs) about it so he really has picked up because the only guy to drive it with that nice draw and it bounced right on the fringe and yeah that was super impressive so that is i low-key that snuck up on me too yeah. So anyway, so I loved, loved hole five. I thought that was sweet. Hole eight was incredible. Just a massive 50 yard false front green. I wish, wish they would have pushed the pin a little closer to the front edge. Um, oh man. Would have been some real carnage. Man. Uh, but I, I thought that was, I thought that was still really good. I loved, I loved the fairway on nine, just the massive fairway kickers to push it to the water. The water. Yeah making grown men lay way back on that hole. I thought that was, that was fun. 10, 10 looked incredible. The aerial view on 10 was incredible. And I don't make anything less than 10 on that hole. That was, that was a man's golf hole. My, my favorite hole on the golf course though was 11. I'm, as I've mentioned before in this setting, I'm an absolute sucker for short par threes in a major setting. Oh, and yes, 11 was amazing. Just the teardrop green with some huge kickers all over the place there. And if seeing some of those guys barely miss it into that rough and then trying to chip up onto the green and seeing how many came up short, I thought like Scotty Scheffler made a five on Saturday Yeah, on a, that short of a hole. So I thought that was sweet. <laughs> yeah. He, that was what was so cool. Right. That was one where he, like, he took it, he took on that back pin and he, he, he flew it hit it one yard too far and it just down down and yeah that was that that was so i want more want more of that heck make it even shorter right just have all sorts of stuff i i thought that was sick yeah the wedge the the wedge (laughs) wants wants a short par three okay but with the elevated t just watching all those guys hit flighted shots in there that that was awesome um 
13 was amazing because they took they took two different golf holes and made one hole out of it that was cool like i've never seen anything like that where it's like the the original hole finished like the green stops and then you've got water behind it but then across the water there's another green complex so what they did is they took that hole where the green goes up against the water, just made that all fairway. And then had you play across the water to a, a different green complex. So that was sweet that you mm-hmm. kind of only get on old courses like that potentially. And that was the um, one at the super blind tee shot, right? 13. Did you yeah, say 13? Yeah. Yeah. Right? 13. Yeah. yeah. With that big, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> add that on top of it. Um, mm-hmm. So that was sweet. I loved I also loved 17 too with the road cutting through the fairway. I'm kind of a sucker with, for those. I think that always looks cool. And it's always funny seeing old courses like that, where I'm sure the thought process back in the day is like, well, crap, we need, we need to get a road to the the hole. Where do we put it? Okay. Let's just put it 370 yards down there. Like that's way out of the tee shot range, but they've, they've, they're reaching that in the modern game. So that's, (laughs) it's always kind of like a fun juxtaposition. Um, and then 18, like the approach shot into 18 was so cool with kind of the elevated bowl, punch bowl green mm-hmm. with the bunker wall built up in front of it. And that was cool. I thought yeah. that was really cool. So yeah, I don't know. And it was just, I liked it. As you can tell, I, I liked a lot of the holes there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I mean, the, the history of it, like we've talked to this whole thing and we haven't even talked about, obviously like yeah. <laughs> you watched any of it, you heard it a million times, but I mean, it's worth noting. It's cool. And I think a lot of new people that have come to the game in the last couple of years have no idea about the history of it being, you know, like the first country club, the Francis, we met history to it all. It, it's, it's, it is awesome. And the fact that it can, you know, it's obviously gone through some, some renovations and some restorations and all of that, but to, to be able to hold up to, to the, to the game now is, is, yeah, it says a lot. And like we've mentioned a couple of times, like the commercials, uh, particularly like you mentioned on Saturday, what it was, it was bad. It was so, it was almost unwatchable. And the fact that like, it still had the, the hold and it still had the excitement to it come Sunday like that's hundred percent all credit to the golf course and the, the golfers that we love, uh, like in spite of just how, how many, how commercial heavy it was. So, yeah, I, like I said, I hope we had joked about it, like take some of these other courses out of the, the every five, 10, you know, the 10 year rotation and, you know, throw in, throw in Brookline. Cause it's, it's incredible. So I loved it. Anything else? Like any other uh, thoughts or, or takeaways? I know we were, as we mentioned, like always, we're always trying to keep this, you know, not, not go too deep, keep it fairly light. But um, any, what are kind of your last kind of thoughts, takeaways? Uh, I have a question for you guys. So if you, if you watch today, it's a whole 15, right? Where Fitzpatrick, he birdied that one. He blocked his tee shot way right, and Zal Torres hit it a little right. So uh, Fitzpatrick found like the matted down, had a really good lie, was able to get the ball into the green, and Zal Torres was in the thick rough, couldn't get the ball to the green. With the way Fitzpatrick reacted after that tee shot, I don't know if it was just like, okay, I'm going to stay positive after every swing kind of thing, but watching that and then seeing the outcome, part of me was thinking man, did he just block it way right on purpose? Like knowing that I'm going to have a hard time hitting the fairway, might as well miss it so far right where I know I'm going to get a good lie to be able to advance it up to the green. The uh, part of me wants to think that that was his intended approach on the whole. And if so, all like fair play to him. That was incredible (laughs) because he executed it to perfection. Yeah. That I definitely could have been, uh, or I, know, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't think it was, but yeah. like part of me, I'm like galaxy brain stuff. Like, right. yeah, if you know, that's a hard fairway to hit and it's a 520 yard hole, you better just hit the ball to where, you know, you're going to get a lie. Right. And it's, the good line yeah. is where the fans are standing. such so as Blocksville <laughs> into those fans. So yeah, it reminds me 
uh, for anyone that that's familiar, dude, it's it's like the the tee shot on eleven at Riverbend. You just Oof. send that puppy as far right as you possibly can into <laughs> the other fairway. I mean, I I haven't I haven't driven on the left side of that that marsh on the left side of the actual fairway of eleven since oh nine. So it's yeah, just not the play. So if it's there, take if the it's line. There, it's I, there. Take advantage. It was just so fun. Like I, watching it at first, I'm like man, he really missed that tee shot right. And then seeing like how the hole played out where Zalatoris couldn't even advance it to the yeah. green. It was in such thick rough. And then mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick was 30 yards right of him, but in a decent lie and hit it up and made birdie. I was thinking, huh, I wonder if he did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think Interesting. the same thing that we talked about with Pierce already and, and shout out to Evan from the part chain. Cause he actually, he actually made a post about that exactly of just like, not letting stuff like that bother you and his reaction was you know a smile and a laugh and talking to his caddy and and look at the result and again you know i think there's a lot to to say about that and good bounces good karma good vibes you know that positivity is is bound to pay off and it certainly did for him so chalk it up to whatever you want either way very impressive very or very lucky i don't know but either way i think I think that mindset is uh, probably ultimately the one for, for the credit. So. Yeah. It's crazy. Like how big your mind plays into anything, especially in golf. I, I feel like the, the when I play my best golf is when I think less and just yeah. think, just, just swing at it, just hit it. Yeah. And then when I start overanalyzing, that's when my game goes with the crabbers. So it's like, you just gotta <laughs> just move fast, make a mistake, move on. Like it, it is what it is. You can't dwell. 100%. I think that Fitzpatrick did that, right? Like, it's kind of, he, I don't know, he gives me like, and maybe that's just stuff I don't love. Cause again, we've said it a million times, like Pierce and I were definitely more just feel, just get up, hit it. But it's like, he seems more, I mean, this whole, I mean, he's got to be with this whole cross handed chipping and all this stuff. Like, he seems kind of more of like a Bryson type, like almost kind of like a, a nerdier type player, which usually results in slower play. It seemed like that dude just stepped up, teed it up, smacked it, and off he went. Hit it, mm-hmm. didn't even look at it, picked up his tee, and off he went. So that was that was fun to see. And again, to your to your point, Pierce, he did it, and he walked away with the trophy and incredible three million dollars. So God, even even like Zal, same thing with Zal Torres on Saturday. Didn't he shank one on Saturday? Didn't see that. But yeah, he did actually. A lot of golf on Saturday. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, Zalator, like he legit like hosel rocketed one on Saturday, and it's like, it. man, just uh, have the kind of mental willpower to to shake that off and just. Yeah, you, you can either be like that, or you can be like our Sean's favorite player on tour, Mister Grayson Murray, and get a little <laughs> upset and. Uh, Let's just gosh. walk home with like 12 clubs. Let's just say luck, luckily for his caddy, maybe he, the caddy was carrying a little less weight by the, the end of the round. So unreal. Yeah, it really is just, you know, who's going to let the stuff, you know, bother you less. I mean, especially on a course like that where it's playing that difficult. So overall, an awesome tournament, awesome major, and just, just what we needed, man. Like, with all the crap that's going on in in golf and honestly who knows like moving forward what happens with the live stuff it's like we may not get this for you know who knows like to have all the best players like we like we had in this major um you know it might be something might be taken for granted given a couple years from now so definitely say cherish this next couple weeks because in a couple weeks from now we get to go to st andrews for the british open and yep get to that and enjoy that and i'm sure it's going to be awesome and then really just hold on for the ride for the end of the summer craziness circus it's probably going to happen so shot is yeah just trying to shot 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 might be getting real shot might be (laughs) at least for a couple weeks we we might be able to ignore it somewhat i mean over the next few days we're going to see we're going to see more guys jump ship obviously with the the Portland event coming up, but yep. uh, I'm just, I'm stoked for St. Andrews that British open is like low key. My, my favorite major and, and playing at St. Andrews is, is awesome. So I'm, I'm excited for that too. And just to have the U S open that we've had and the PGA championship that we had, and then 
even Augusta was awesome as well. So it's been, it's going to go down as a, as a really good major season. Um, a lot of good storylines. So we already know someone else who's excited about it. Tiger, he's prepping. So we already know who Pierce is taking. So we don't even need <laughs> to hear. Oh man. I don't know. Freak. <laughs> a picture of his leg. Uh-uh. Oh. He, there's yeah. a picture on Instagram. His leg looks so mangled. It's crazy. Like, like at, at the like after the accident or current no like current current he wasn't he was playing to i don't know when the picture was taken but he wasn't wearing the sleeve and it's like oh man it's crazy it the only thing i could think of is like it looks like he got bitten by a shark or something jeez there's all chunks like now yeah it's one of like man i obviously we knew it was bad but seeing it, it's like, yeah, that's like as best it's ever going to heal, right? Like it's it's some pretty gnarly stuff. So the fact that the dude is even walking and trying to play golf, absolutely fair play to him. And I hope he hope he does well. Man, I'm man, man, it's crazy. What a guy. I'm trying to. Zaire Zaire posted it, the the picture. Was oh, it with him walking with Charlie, and he's got like shorts and. Uh, long long white uh, that one i don't know it was just a picture i saw of like a, a kid or something that had stopped him to hmm. take a picture i'll have to look at it but well yeah, hopefully was... he, you know he's had the time i'm honestly glad he didn't play in this like you know just trying to rest up and and get ready for it that it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be awesome and i'm it's i think honestly like my to be completely honest unfortunately i think it's like my first time excited about the open and just never has been my vibe but you know yeah. John, you're, you're just i don't know maybe you're just uh you're you're allowing me to get a little bit more wiser maybe more more mature i don't know but uh i just i just like to see oh my gosh yeah i, I sent it to you I, oh, no. <laughs> I just like to see i just like to see different golf right where it's like too many courses week in and week out on the pga tour just look the same so Anytime they go over to Europe and play these link style courses and in some different kind of weather, I, mm-hmm. I think it's fun. That's why the country club is fun. Cause it just looked, I mean, I know it's a country club, like old America country club, but it just looked so different from a lot of the courses that yeah. we see every week. And so I thought it was fun. And you say Europe and you're, you're Perkin. So <laughs> yeah, for anyone sure. says the word Europe and you're there. So <laughs> I get it. No, it's good. It's gonna be. Ex- I'm. I'm excited. Uh, anything else? Let's. Uh, you know, any. You hate to see it. Any shout-outs before we wrap up from you boys? Can I? Can I have a? You hate to see it on my own golf game. Oh please. Ugh. So I played on Saturday and I was four under through ten, thinking maybe maybe I was gonna be able to do a, tie the low round or something, but unfortunately I jumped off the par train, jumped off the birdie train and, and found a bogey train. And you hate to see the bogey train. Gave, gave them all back. So that was a bit of a disappointment, but I'm all about all overall, still pretty happy with the way I played it. It was a hard course and the wind was, was blowing pretty good. But anytime you get that low, you, you always think, Oh, maybe this could be something, something special, but. Well, Sean, at least you didn't get a 10 and a nine. So <laughs> You truly hate to see that shit. That was incredible, dude. That oh my gosh, that just made my my week when you were texting me during that. I just uh and not at you, hundred percent, just feeling the pain with you. But oh, it was truly awful. Hate to see a ten. It's like nine. it's like why it was so avoidable. I just it just when you hit when you hit one out like that. And you have to re-tee, you, you start going a million miles an hour and yeah. you do it again. Yeah. It's like, oh, boy, you don't know a third than a third time. Yeah. You have to hit another one. It's like, jeez. Yeah. I, I can it, never it. And I've, I've done it on a – I did it on hole four at South Mountain. I hit three out of bounds, which is like the easiest hole. I mean, I literally could have made less with just a putter. So, I, you, ever, you, you look back on that and you think, like, if I just hit – five pitching wedges 110 yards you can you can get it to a green on any par five yeah. you really can oh it was it was it was bad so yeah man i, I feel you i can empathize so um but anyway these are good you know good takeaways good learning experiences and hopefully for the listeners just some you know 
knowing that you're not the only one out there and there are some ways to overcome it you just keep up the the golf practice exercise you know some some mental the mental muscle and you know we'll we'll live and learn so and greater absolutely and happier days are here to come so excited about this weekend uh obviously going up north victor and i are coming up to <clears throat> to true a true saturdays are for the boys even though we don't that's that's not us but it's, it's going to be this saturday it's going to be a long 36 hole tourney with our boys at wedge golf awesome dudes we're, we're having them on the pod too so excited about that and it's it's going to be a, a really a really fun weekend so hopefully the the rest of the listeners get to get out there and hit it too because we we certainly will be hitting a lot of a lot of golf shots so i'm gonna need all the good vibes but if nothing else as always again boys thanks it's just uh, it's a pleasure it's a lot of fun and we're i think we're extremely fortunate to you know have this game to continue to to you know bind us and, and allow us to have some some fun times and uh, again i just I, i'm super thankful for it and i love it. i don't know if it's the father's day vibes of of gratitude or what but ultimately i'm just I, i'm thankful and I'm, I'm excited for for what we have coming up so as always thanks for listening and and keep striving peace